Hey, this is Lee. I really hope you've been enjoying the Business of Marketing podcast. It's from marketers and for marketers, and my intention is to bring you value, experiences, and insights that you can use. Also, if your company would like to have their own podcast, I would love to help. The team at Content Monster specializes in B2B podcasts. So if we can help, contact me at contentmonster.com. That's contentmonster, M-O-N-S-T-A.com. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Business of Content Podcast, a place where you can learn how to use digital and social media to drive your business and personal brand. And now your hosts, A. Lee Judge and Dante Carter. Once again, welcome to the Business of Content Podcast, where we talk about content creation and how to use it to connect to your audience. My name is A. Lee Judge. And I'm Dante Carter. And today we're going to cover new trends in business content. Right, Dante? That's right. We're talking about LinkedIn updates, new Mm -hmm. uses for video, IGTV, which has popped in last week, and it's exciting. Yeah. And business stars are rising using their own cell phones. That's right. And key word in that is business stars. Yeah. Before we get too deep, let's tackle that one right now. The business stars? Business stars. Now, I work with a lot of uh, high-end executives uh, or high-level salespeople who you know, they really, really hate the idea of picking up their cell phone and talking into it. Um, they think that's what their kids do. They think that's real immature. But the bottom line is a lot of the, the today's leaders in business uh, and in sales and in any type of business area, those people are picking their phones up and doing those videos and being real thought leaders in the industry. Um, before, you know, your, your book was your gateway into being an authority. Now, even those people with books are getting more attention from being seen every day consistently from their cell phones. So, so what do you think about the, the new surge of business leaders being more active on their own cell phones for creating content? Well, I think in today's day and age, information is an asset. Mm-hmm. And so the more information you have, the more valuable you are, which is why you're seeing these people, these business owners mm-hmm. becoming business stars. Because they're the ones that have run through the gauntlet. There's so much information that they can teach that next generation, which are people who are going to be dialed into their platforms. Mm-hmm. I want to know um, how you went from becoming an, an, an employee to an employer. Mm-hmm. I want to know what tactics you used. I want to know, like, teach me about this journey. Teach me about business. Because at the end of the day, you want to... Yeah, I can open up a book and read about business, but when you can hear about Michael Jordan going from being a basketball star to a business star, that story is obviously a lot more interesting. Not to mention, if you're in any kind of industry that moves fast, yeah. by the time that person writes a book, that book's just a calling card because yeah. the, it could be history, yeah. right? So people's attention spans, or in fact... The, the attention span of, of business period moves so fast that by the time a book is printed and published, the business could be could have changed. The industry could have changed. Not to mention, if a business uh, leader is, in fact, the leader, he has information that's pertinent to today. What happened today? What happened this week? Why is business going this direction in your industry? That kind of information can only be given if it's in real time or very close to real time. Yeah. So that's why you have so many leaders who are understanding that 
I can be my own media company right here, right now from my phone and talk to my industry right here and right now. And as I say, be content. I can be my own content, my own media company right now. And so that's why I think the biggest reason you're seeing so many business and it's almost kind of contradictory to some people to say a business star, a business celebrity. But we all we've always known the the Tony Robbins and the you know the big business celebrities, um, and those people are right up to um, 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 your Warren Buffetts. They have social presence. You can tell what they're doing, uh, even if it's not them. It's people around them that are posting, so you can be aware of what they're doing up to the minute. So uh, I, I, I give a word of caution to anyone who is who thinks they're too good to pick up their cell phone and be content. Uh, well, you're gonna become old school real quick. Bottom line. Well, I, I think too, um, to piggyback off of what you're saying, I, I think a lot of them have accepted the fact that they're having to hire millennials for these supervisory <laughs> roles, these management positions, mm. and so they have to adapt. And in adapting, what are they doing? They're they're partnering with younger people who understand the trends, who understand mm-hmm. what's happening in this digital age. Because when you're talking about old school and, and the, the quote-unquote prehistoric way, um, a, a lot of them, you know, back in the day, it was just getting in through the right door. Yeah. Well, the right door is in your face every day on social media. Yeah, yeah. And I, it's I wanna, there. I want to clarify, too, when I use the phrase old school, I'm careful to say old school, not old. Okay. Because even with, even with millennials, it's not even millennial. It's about who is a digital native, yeah. right? So... Despite what my age may be, I'm a digital native, not because I was born into a digital world. It's because I welcomed the digital world. You adapted to it. I adapted to it. I welcomed it. I jumped, you know, headfirst into it. And I've always kept digital at the front of what I'm doing so that digital was never this odd, unknown world to me. Right. Because I just ran right into it. So since digital was digital, I've been looking for it. I've been hungry to learn more about it. So I consider myself very much so a digital native may not be a digital, you know, born of, but I'm definitely native to all things digital. Um, And so I think for the executive, it's important for them to not to not look at digital, something that's a, a young person's game. It's a native person's game. And, and any I know some people who some executives actually who embrace it very well and do better. I have a true life example of somebody who I know is in their 60s who is much more digital than somebody I know in my 20s, because just a matter of who embraced what, when and where and who who didn't think of it as an age thing. They thought of it as a necessity. Well, I mean, you, you have to you have to also understand of. The, what does the 60 year old provide? He, he provides experience mm-hmm. and information, which from him is going to be a whole lot more valuable than coming from a 20-year-old who has only lived a quarter of his life. Right. So, so dear 60-year-old, you have valuable content. Yeah. Please share it with us. Don't say, well, I can't hold up my phone or it looks like I'm a teenager. No, please. You have valuable content in your head and your experiences. Don't, don't hold on to it. Please share, share it. Share it. I'll use an example, and this is so funny, but I know so many people can relate to it. But my mom is a great example of an older person, mm-hmm. a mature person, who saw the digital wave coming mm-hmm. and adapted to it. Why? Because she wanted to engage with her kids. Mm-hmm. You know, my kids are all over the world. How do, I, how do I communicate with them daily without always having to pick up a phone and bug them? And the key word you said there is engage. Because yeah. Because a large number of people in an older demographic – 
they only get on to watch their kids, and their yeah. only reason for being on is their kids. Now, if you're retired, that's fine. But if you're still active in any kind of business, industry, whether you're working in it or advising it, you should be engaging in creating content. That sounds hard to some people, but engaging with content is, is half the battle. Yeah. Um, and, you know, to get back on track, what we're talking about in terms of these uh, these business stars, lots of business stars that I follow are in their 60s or, or older, and they're business stars because they are, don't have any fear of creating that content and sharing that content on digital channels, and they are becoming, in fact, business stars later in their careers. Yeah, well, I, I think it's all it's all about the the adapting to. Mm-hmm. That's the portion of people who are becoming stars in this are people who have who've adapted to, and that's the only reason I was bringing up my mom because she, yeah. she just adapted to it. Yeah, and she understood who her who her <laughs> who her promising clients were, which are her kids. You know, when you're looking at it through that way. So these business owners, as long as you're looking at this as this is my way of in, engaging and my mm-hmm. target audience, mm-hmm. this is the best way because you're providing constant information and constant experience. You have so much life that you've lived that a lot a lot of the younger generation has not lived mm-hmm. and you can provide um you can detail somebody how to get to a certain result that a lot of times these younger kids are still working and trying to figure out right it's the so, we we knock them but the biggest thing that they that they've done is they've adapted and the more that you adapt and you can provide the more you're providing value right well so my question is i think the dilemma with a lot of uh social media channels that 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 bend towards a younger demographic. I don't like to say young people or young kids. It's just people are people and their ages are different. Yeah. The demographics are different. But for those that lean towards a younger demographic, I think it's kind of a chicken and egg thing because a person with the older demographic may say, well, there's nothing I want to see on Instagram. I don't want to see kids flipping bottles. I don't want to see you know, some, some teenager doing her makeup. But I think the t- chicken and egg part is if there were more content from older creators, then the platforms would grow in that demographic, right? Exponentially. Exponentially. So, you know, the, the thing where we're at right now, I think it's going to change over time. And if nothing else, as people age, it will have to change. I mean, yeah. if if your Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever, if they're still around 20 years from now, even 10 years from now, those demographics will age up and so will the content. Yeah. Now, here's where the land grab is. If you're in a demographic that's underserved, if you're in an older demographic, you can land grab on Instagram TV, land grab on LinkedIn, land grab even on Facebook still, if you share your unique perspective. So if you're an older person, an older demographic, and you say, well, I don't see anything on those channels that that, uh, appeals to me, create that content because your audience will look for it if it's there. Yeah, they're saying the same thing. If you say, hey... I'm into uh, if I if I find something that is stereotypically an old older demographic. If I say, well, I'm into to weaving or yarning, you know, that sounds like something really I don't even know what to call it. You know, what to really call it. But if I'm into sewing, that may say, well, that's for older demographic. It wouldn't fit on Instagram. Well, if you did it and told your friends that you're there, then maybe the the demographic would age up to that. You yeah, know, I think at some point it's just like cell phones. At some point, only certain people had cell phones. You know, I had a guy one time call me a drug dealer because I had a, a beeper back in the day and a cell phone when I was too young to have one. And he was a doctor with a pager and a cell phone. I was a DJ with a cell phone and, and, and a pager. But because that demographic didn't fit in his mind, 
he thought maybe I was something else. So the, the, what I'm trying to say is basically, you know, hack the demographic, you know, be where you're not supposed to be, supposedly. And the the media will, will, will grow up to you. Yeah. So that's that's our, that's our talk about business stars. So I guess it kind of pivoted to a generational thing. But I think part of the reason why we don't see as many uh, people understanding how these business stars are coming out because they don't realize these business stars, as you said earlier, off off the off the microphone, these business stars are understanding how to hack the culture, and understanding that their information is valuable. Mm-hmm. Just present it. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. And I, I used a quick quick example, but you know when I was hired as the um, the uh, PR person for the Fulton County DA. Mm-hmm. He was probably reaching about 200 people on his social media. Mm-hmm. Now, as you know, there are a million people in Fulton County. There's yeah. no reason why he's only reaching 200. Yeah. But when he brought me in, he understood this guy being younger. Maybe he understands mm-hmm. how to tweak my messaging or tweak this mm-hmm. a little better. And that's what I did. And in a short time, organically went from reaching 200 people to over 18,000. Mm. But it's about it's all about that perspective and having somebody that can come in and, and see your blind spots as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So business stars exist and that's a trend we're seeing right now with with LinkedIn video, Instagram video, Facebook video. Business has its place, and as the show, as the name of our show says, the business of content. We're here to help you utilize yourself, utilize your content to be content and create content and uh, rise and, and and improve your business. All right, definitely. So next up, we're talking about. Let's see, we got a couple more things to talk about. Dante, uh, IGTV. That's Instagram TV. Whew. And also, we'll say that for last. That's yeah. a juicy one. Uh, also, LinkedIn updates. So, I'm a big fan of LinkedIn. Dante, maybe a little less. I'm not a fan of LinkedIn. <laughs> I would say hate, but hate is just such a strong word. So, I said and maybe so, not. He said hate. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm a big fan of 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 instant. Give it to me quick. Yeah. And I just don't like how slow. And I hope folks from LinkedIn are listening because <laughs> I just hate how slow the video uploads. And, um, you know, if video was easy, everybody could do it. There would be no mm-hmm. need to call Dante. There would be yeah, no need be to no call There'd be no content you. monster. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No need. Um, so I get it. But yeah. I'm just like, hey, you know, can we make some tweaks here on this, um, on the mm-hmm. tech side? Mm-hmm. You know, make it a little easier for a brother. Yeah. So, so, so in line with, you know, what's new in, in business content, LinkedIn is going in really, really hard on, on LinkedIn video. Yeah. Uh, they introduced it about around last November some sometime, uh, which you had a few people, influencers, jumping on and, and creating things. Then they rolled out to their to your cell phone first. That's what the first rollout was on your cell phone. Then it rolled out to where you could upload directly to the platform. And then the past few months from now they, ago, they rolled out video for companies as well. Uh, in my opinion, most companies have not embraced it as much as they could have. Uh, myself, I've used video not only for organic company stuff, but also have companies who have boosted their videos and seen success in using video in uh, video sponsorships. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say ads, but they're not so much ads as it is boosting content. Sort of like yeah. boosting on Facebook. You find content that works and you boost it. Um, so I am all in on LinkedIn video. Um, I've had great responses on it. Um, You've more- done some great videos as well. Well, you know, I have to say that there's always, I think it's a young platform in terms of video. Yeah. People are trying to find their sweet spot, myself included. Um, I tend to do more produced video than cell phone video. I would like to do more cell phone video, but because I have the ability to do produced stuff, I tend to do that. Um, I encourage people who, you know, who just have their cell phone, 
to pick up their cell phone and do cell phone video. At any rate, whatever kind of video content you make for LinkedIn, you're going to get more engagement, you're going to get more organic spread. Um, you're going to be able to build your personal brand on LinkedIn much faster if you actually show who you are. Definitely. Right? So some people say, well, maybe I don't want to show who I really am. Well, compare you to the person who did, they're going to win. You know, yeah. you may not like your voice or your hair or your hairline. You know, I, I don't even have a hairline. I haven't seen mine in months. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you have to live with that. That's who I am. I'm you losing know? mine. <laughs> if, and if we do business at some point, we're going to meet each other probably. And you're going to see I don't have a hairline. So why am I hiding it? Right. Yeah. So point is, turn on the camera, be yourself. That's going to create a much quicker connection with your with your audience. What's the title of this of this podcast that we're doing? The Business of Content. At the end of the day, it's all about the business. Yeah. And if you want the attention, because that's all this is, is how to get attention. Yeah. We're breaking down how do you get attention. And if you want to get if you want to get attention, if you want to attract your target audience, you're going to have to put yourself out there. You're going to have to find out, okay, which of these trends can I jump on? How can I hack the LinkedIn culture? and really allow the people that I need to see me to see me. At the end of the day, that's all we want is attention. And so you've got to find out a way, okay, how do I hack this to get the attention that I need? It's not about the hairline. I'm losing mine, but I still have to put mine out there. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. still have to do it. Everybody has their thing, right? Yeah. The thing they're worried about, oh, my nose, my hair, whatever, you know. Yeah. So you mentioned attention several times, and I really want to emphasize that at one point, especially when you refer to kids, Wanting attention was a negative thing. You know, yeah. you'd say, oh, they just want attention. In this aspect, okay, I'm asking everybody who's listening, grow up. Because yeah. attention today is, is one of the largest currencies there is. Yeah. Now, you may may not hear the terms jump thrown around when it comes to big media companies. But whether you are a Fox or a CNN or whatever, MSNBC, they're doing the same thing. They want your attention. Yeah. If you're watching a commercial, you're watching a Nissan commercial versus a Ford commercial, they want your attention. The companies who do the most business tend to have the most attention. How much money are they spending on these Super Bowl commercials to for get your attention? attention? For attention. Millions for attention. So so don't don't put anything negative when we say, you know, it's all about getting attention. Uh, and, and don't feel like you don't deserve your own. You know, yeah. I mean, if your company deserves deserves attention, uh, you deserve attention as well. In fact, you know, I did a blog article and probably know me a video as well recently on on attention and on your own brand. And today, you know, we're basically all free agents. Yeah. You, you don't retire at 65 and get the gold watch like you used to in the pension. That's those days are long gone, except for maybe a few corners of government or something. If you don't have someone's attention and you end up having the job hop hop. Uh, you need to have a personal brand, and that yeah. brand needs to get some attention so that when you need to make a business move, a career move, someone knows who you are and what you can do. And to, to have that information out there, you've got to get somebody's attention. Yeah, but I, I think we're talking about new trends in business, mm -hmm. but these new trends often um, mirror the old trends. Yeah. You know, I mean, what, what's the point in advertising in newspapers and magazines? What's the point in paying for a commercial like at the end of the day you wanted the same result you're just using a different platform to get it and you're having to in some cases acquire new skills in order to get it but i wouldn't even say acquire new skills because most of the people have the skills they just got to put them to use yeah so so the only part of this that could be a trend is adding the personal to it yeah you know so the personal, personal brand yeah. right so in 
Personal branding is, you know, you may call it a trend. You may perceive trends as things that come and go. Well, it's here right now. And you can ask anybody who's job seeking, uh, who's not getting a job, what they wish they had more of. It would be a personal brand. Yeah. Um, with a personal brand, whether you're on, since we mentioned LinkedIn, those with LinkedIn personal brands that are bigger have a lot better chance of getting that next big opportunity in, in their career. If you're a salesperson, the personal brand works. If No matter where you're at, what you do, having a strong personal brand is going to be very, very big for you. How easy is it for you to pick up a phone and call somebody or hire somebody or ask somebody? Nine times out of ten, people who find me have seen me on social media. Yeah. I have been asked to speak at events because they're looking and saying, hey, your videos are strong. Can you come and speak over here? At the end of the day, I wanted attention, and but I took every opportunity to sell myself. And as we discussed earlier, videos, that's where the trend is. That's where it's trending upward. Even on LinkedIn, Dante. Even on LinkedIn. <laughs> as much as I hate it, even there. <laughs> much as you hate it. So that's LinkedIn video. That's that's a big trend. Building brands, building video on LinkedIn. Uh, as I said, I'm, I'm a big proponent of LinkedIn video. You will see me there often. Uh, it's a great place to, to share content and, and share your brand. That's, that's where I, I love yeah, to be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so my next one. My next, you know, I always believe in going deeper than wider. You know, I don't yeah. want to try to cover every social media platform. I don't advise anybody to try that. Find out where they where their sweet spots are and go deep. So for me, I tend to go deep on one and I keep my eye on. And I keep my one leg into another. The new leg now is going into IGTV, Instagram mm. TV. Wow. Instagram TV. And I, I think that's, man. And this was what unveiled last week. I mean, yeah. it's only like a week old. Yeah, but so, everybody's so on. Yeah, so I don't know when you're gonna be listening to this particular podcast. This is uh, June twenty fourth. So last week at VidCon, they introduced Instagram TV, and being we're only a few days in now, we're amongst yeah. people who are still trying to figure it out. You know, we're going through it. Okay, how do I link from Instagram to IGTV? Who gets an alert when I do a video? How can I share a video? All these things are things we're going to probably dedicate a, new, a whole show to sometime point because it's obviously, yeah, it's, it's content and it's something that even businesses, I think, need to be aware of. Yeah. All right. Um, so I think you're going to find businesses in two places here. Those who have already been on Instagram, who understand how it's an awesome business-to-consumer platform to be on, uh, whether you're showing your wares, whether it be, you know, if you're doing something that's lifestyle-oriented, clothing-oriented, food, whatever, something that's visual, Instagram was a place to be already, mm -hmm. right? Uh, videos were limited to one minute. Some of the best videos ended up on stories, which yep. is a little bit harder, I think, for, for businesses to utilize because mm -hmm. uh, you got to actually follow and, and pay more attention than you would scrolling. Yeah. Um, but now... I am really, 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 really big on documenting over creating. Mm -hmm. I think the big play for business right now is to get on Instagram TV and document what they do. Right? Oh, definitely. Show the business as it operates. Show them servicing customers. Show them making their products. Show them revising, making mistakes, revising mistakes, dealing with customers, resolving customer issues. All those things will be great stories you can put on Instagram TV. Bottom line, Instagram just hit a billion users this year. One billion. With a B. With a B. <laughs> huh? There's not many platforms outside of Facebook that you can go to. And it's, I'm talking about TV and all this stuff where you have access potentially to one billion now, users. There's only seven point what eight billion people in the world. 
Yeah. So you're saying we're close to one seventh of the whole population of the world. Yeah. So why would you not be there? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I mean, right now, I mean, we're the world is 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 digital. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The world. They have the the book. The world is flat. It really is at this point because of the internet. It really surprised me how many companies don't realize that. I mean, you can go right now. If I go into a local bakery, I would expect even them to recognize themselves as a global company, because, well, preservatives aside, <laughs> they should be able to ship anywhere in the world. Yeah, right. So every company that has a product. Services I get. You may have some limit on your on your reach for services, but develop a product from that service somehow. Yeah. But every company could be a global company. And when it comes to something like Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, all these platforms, you can definitely utilize these to create business content to reach more audience. And that's that's something I tell all my clients. I had one client in particular who asked, you know, can you message globally? And I said, you should always be messaging globally. Market globally, work locally. You know what I'm saying? Make it happen. Don't don't sit here and wait. I mean, this isn't you have an opportunity to engage with with a billion people on Instagram mm-hmm. daily mm-hmm. with strong, solid content. This is your opportunity. You're not waiting for, you know, any of the local television stations, any of the local radio stations. This is your opportunity to get out after these folks and start targeting them. And it's so new right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking a, a week in. It's so new right now that you can really get out there and put yourself as the forefront thought leader in your industry because everybody else is trying to figure out, okay, how do hashtags work with this? And everybody's slow to adapt. This is the opportunity for you to just dive in and figure it out as you go. Yep. Yeah. So let me let me give you a rundown of what I know so far about Instagram TV. So you're going to find if you uh, already have an Instagram um, profile, you can create a channel from that profile. Yep. Currently, there are two separate apps the IGTV app and the Instagram app. You can reach the IGTV app from your Instagram app if you have your channel set up. Yeah. Right? Or if you don't, you can just see the people. It will launch it once you have it installed on your phone. So you want to install both of them on your phone. Second of all, you're going to find that even though the, the big news is you'll get up to an hour of video, you're going to find that right now most accounts still only have 10 minutes, which yeah. is still 10 times what it was last month. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so it was one minute. Now it's 10 minutes. So today, right now, you can upload up to 10 minutes. Now, what I don't know yet, and I'll probably hopefully find out in the next week or so, how do you get to that one hour? My guess is you're going to have to have some level of engagement to prove to Instagram that you're worthy of taking up their server space to have a whole hour, right? Yeah. So eventually, we'll probably all have one hour, uh, like, a, say, a YouTube. But even YouTube did the same thing where you had to earn more time, yeah. right? So with, it, with with YouTube, you had to earn more time. You had to earn live. You had to earn these things. So I'm sure with Instagram, it's the same thing. The reality is there's a server somewhere holding this video stuff, video um, files, and video is not a small format even when no. it's compressed. So they're going to have to make sure that you don't have people turn their phones on just leaving it on for an hour, creating crap content. Yeah. So for right now, still big news. Create 10 minutes, which is probably more than most people want to connect, create right now anyway. Yeah. Um, not to mention, analytics shows most people's content is going to have some ebbs and flows. And 10 minutes is, is long enough. It's long right now. That yeah. is long. Until you're producing full content, which brings me to something else. So when you get to talking about an hour, you're talking about it should be more well-produced content, more yeah. storyline-based uh, content, uh, which, which is another interesting thing is, 
Now you can actually upload that content for Instagram TV from your computer. Yeah. Right. Used to Instagram was just you could view the feed on your computer. That's about it. You couldn't yeah. do a whole lot. Instagram TV, you can do longer videos. You can edit them and upload videos from your computer and also from your from your phone. All right. Uh, so you can edit on your phone and upload more stuff, too. So I think we, what you're going to see is from a business standpoint is businesses taking better advantage of storytelling because it's hard to tell a good story in one minute. Now, 10 minutes is plenty to tell a good story in. Um, in case you didn't know, you know, even the television 30 minute sitcom is only really 20 minutes. Once you take the commercials yeah. out, sometimes it's less than that. So 10 minutes is plenty of time to tell a business story. So keep an eye out for Instagram TV. We will be sure to update you here on the business of content of how we see you can use uh, Instagram TV to create content and distribute it to your potential customers. Yeah. And just remember, you, you just need... And I love this. You know, Nas had the line, all I need is one mic. Mm -hmm. In the business sense, all you need is one story, mm -hmm. one solid story. And a story, all that is, is it's the it's the, the bad guy or the bad event versus mm -hmm. the good guy, good event. And how that that person overcame within the the um, within what happened. And so I think what you'll what you'll start to see is the more um, consistent you are with developing these strong stories. Mm -hmm. the stronger your brand is going to be and the stronger you will connect with your target audience. So i got a challenge for you, Dante. Oh, <laughs> you hate my challenges. This I is easy. This one has time. You have time for this one. <laughs> I think we need to have a show based on telling your story on Instagram TV. Mm. All right? This is going to be all on you, man. You're the, you're the master storyteller. I got it. So uh, I think we need to be able to help our audience know, you know how to build a story for Instagram TV, you know, how to shape it for that 10 minutes that they're going to have off the gate, maybe for the hour later on, uh, how to utilize that content to make sure that they can turn it into business, not just 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 content thrown out there, that it has a purpose to generate attention, as we said earlier, mm -hmm. to generate revenue. That's the end game. Uh, so, yeah, that's just my challenge to you, man. Let's make a show well, just on that. Let's, let's do it. But I, I think let's also make it very clear that what, what people have to understand is when your story is told well, your ROI is so much higher than what it is if you're just marketing, if you're just putting a message out there. We're talking mm -hmm. about an ROI that can be four times to 20 times higher than what it is because your message starts to really resonate with your target audience. So really think about that. And, and that's what we're really going to work to give you. That's what I'm going to deliver is how to tell the stories that help you to get to that four times to 20 times ROI. All right. And for the soundbite today's show, we covered business stars and how they're rising from their cell phones, Woo! how business stars are using content to become business stars and be showing how they are, they are authorities in creating business content. We also covered LinkedIn updates, new things, LinkedIn video, how companies are using video and LinkedIn and the newest news, Instagram TV, IGTV. <laughs> If you're in business, you need to study IGTV. If you don't know about it, listen to this podcast, and we will tell you as often as we can the newest updates on how to use content for your business because the show is called The Business of Content. You're slow, man. Let's try one more time, Dante. One more <laughs> the time. Business of Content. <laughs> this is A. Lee Judge. And I'm Dante Carter. And we'll catch you next time. You can find me, A. Lee Judge, uh, on LinkedIn. My website is contentmonster, that's M-O-N-S-T-A, dot com. Find me there. Find me on LinkedIn. Send us some questions for the show. We want to make sure we give value to you. So ask questions. Let us know how we can help you. Dante, 
Hey, and you guys can find me on LinkedIn. That's Dante. That's D-O-N-T-A-Y-E. And my website is cartermedia.net. Be sure to subscribe. iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you're at, subscribe. And rate us. Need those ratings. All right, we're out now. Peace. Later. Thanks for listening to the Business of Content podcast, brought to you by contentmonster.com and Carter Media. If you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to give it five stars and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform.